from the Mount Smart faithful to the bandwagon supporters and everyone in between, we share a special bond. The Warriors. This is our year, eh? And come hell or high water, the Warriors are our team. At the beginning of the year, I was like, yeah, this is the year it's going to turn around. And after a few games, you realise that, oh, maybe not. Win or lose, they're our team. Have they got the right coach? Will the owner put up with it? The team's brought me a lot of happiness, a lot of grief, and a lot of fun. Let's go on, because this is Warriors Anonymous. Dawn was always darkest at dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Straight into it, this is Warriors Anonymous. Welcome back for another week. Who let the dogs out? We let them out of Mount Smart Stadium with zero points. Yay! My name is Jared Cronin. <laughs> Welcome along. We are the four nobodies talking about the greatest team in all the land, the one New Zealand Warriors. Let's bring in the boys. Start with you, Moneta Sauce Bro. How are you? Good, good. That ref sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we still got the yeah. win. We still got the win. Something. It's, it's funny. There's a there's a lot of uh, a lot of comments flying around from both sides, both the Warriors side and the Bulldog side, about their opinions of uh, certain referee. But uh, also respect the ref, guys. Respect the ref. Um, keep it clean. <laughs> Why? Uh, also, also, got, <laughs> also got softy. Oh, what was that? What was that? That was. Uh, I think that was the missus uh, draining the sink. That was in my bowels or anything like that. Your mouth. Yeah. It wasn't like my gut going, that was the thing. But hey, good good to walk away with the win. It was pretty pretty dicey last sort of 10 minutes on the edge of my seat. But, Mm. you know, not as dicey as maybe other seasons have gone by. I felt like we, you know, we had a chance to wrap it up and we did. Yeah. And really, based on that last 10, 15 minutes, can't really blame you if your bells were in a bit of a mess, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a reffing calls. <laughs> also got Daniel Farakura, hey, bro. Yoni <laughs> Tefano uh, got the dub, three and four. Oof. You know, we are sitting sitting at the top. It's, uh, it's a good place to be. It's quite weird, isn't it? Yeah, like, we're right. sitting in, what, fourth at the moment, and it's just, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, when we first, you know, got into the season, you kind of block out four game sort of blocks and I didn't really yeah I don't think a lot of people expected us to get through the first block of four with three wins so uh, awesome stuff man um, it was a, a triple cheeseburger of footballing action on um, Sunday just gone and Buddha how did you uh, how did you enjoy the feast of football feast yeah cheeseburger or you know I was thinking about uh, uh, hot dogs and shakes from back at Wendy's days you know when you were talking a bit about kind of a dog's theme, but uh, what had did, did, did the mahi this morning around the house, you know, firewood and all that kind of manly stuff, eh? Just to feel like, uh, not like Craig Fitzgibbon when he smashes it out, but um, after the sharks, he, he, he thrashes himself out before he uh, crashes the tank. Not that way, but um, watched a bit of uh, the uh, cup game, New South Wales Cup. Um, really yeah, impressed with. Um, Especially some of the big running forwards we have in mm. uh, in Carpe. So, uh, and he just yeah just got ready on the couch uh, with the young fella playing Minecraft. Every time he yelled and jumped out of my seat, he you know just freaked out. <laughs> on. Um, so yeah, just strapped myself in and uh, was fucked off in the first eight ten minutes, thinking, "Geez," but um, I knew we'd get. I knew we'd get. There. Yeah, yeah. Isaac, it was another slow start. I mean, we've won three out of four games, but even more consistently, we've started poorly in four out of four games. Uh, what's the what's the tonic there, bro? What's not working for us at the moment? I don't know anymore. <laughs> I said what I said last week, and they didn't do it. So <laughs> refer back to last week's episode about what they need to do. But uh, yeah, I think they were maybe a bit shell-shocked. I think maybe they playing at home, they're, you know, their first game of the, of the season at home proper um, on a high from last week. Maybe they underestimated the start that the Bulldogs would have came out with, um, which is probably not the way you want to play it. <laughs> exactly the opposite of what I said last week. But hey, I think probably the bigger thing is they have these rough starts, but they can still bounce back. We'll st- we're still three or four. We'd make our lives easier if we didn't have these rough starts, but it's nice to know that we can get back into the grind and pull our, pull, pull our bootstraps up and just get back into the game and win. That's right. I mean, the slow starts, 
it's sort of um, you know our, the way we play is kind of like Vin Diesel's bloody old you know um, wagon that he drives on Fast and the Furious needs uh, quite a bit of work going in the garage and that but once it gets going man it, it, it's kind of hard to keep up with Moneta like what did you like about when we got going because once we got a roll on we again uh, proved that we we're pretty difficult to contain um, no it was uh, I mean you had to give it to Sean Johnson for you know um, directing the team today I thought he was stellar um, in regards to that and uh Yes, we had a pretty crap 20, well, not first 10 to 20 minutes, but um, once we got going, um, we built momentum. And again, the forwards just played it really simple. And yeah, I, it's just great to watch. You know, like I think Sean Johnson's leading the way and uh, I'm eating my own bloody, yeah. What, what's the saying? I don't know. But, uh, words? <laughs> words. <laughs> or something else. Yeah, I, 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 yeah or something else, probably. <laughs> I, I don't think Sean Johnson would have a good first foot. He's killing it. He looks like the old Sean Johnson. He did that dummy and then pierced the line and voila. And it, oh, mm. he's just, he's doing great. Fantastic. He's got a smile on his face. That's it. And the thing I like about him, I, I was probably even more impressed in the first half when he um, he rushed up on the last tackle and he pretty much caught Burton on the last. He was able to get an offload away, but just showed some really awesome hustle that he's oh, got yeah. in this his game. Defense I mean, he's, is like, yeah, he's doing great. Yeah, he's he's going after it. He's yeah, like, no, nah, yeah. I'm not going to hang back and just manage things. I'm going to yeah. go out there and really give it some. So, um, so that was cool. Also, giving it some, um, Buddha, our hard charging forwards, Jackson Ford, uh, Maratha Nukore, Adam Fanor Blake. My goodness, they are they're looking good. Yes, yeah, strong, solid. Um, I didn't think we were as imposing as we were obviously last week in the four pack, but I think, well, and obviously to put it this way, you know, um, what is pleasing is we didn't have Wade Egan, so I think we lost it, you know, lost it was great, um, real brave, real hearty, but I think we lost a little bit of craft around that, so maybe our boys didn't come onto the ball as, as much as they, as they did last week. Um, but yeah, for me, still had good efforts and when we lost Tohu as well mm. I think Ford stepped up even more mm. and Matt he was everywhere like I think um, Richard Ager, Ager told us um, <laughs> he's one of the fittest blokes in the club eh? and you could definitely see it mm. um, so I was really pleased with the fact that when you take out Wading and Mitch Barnett Tohu Harris out of your team you know we were still able to muscle up hold our own so that's pleasing um, but I think we lacked a little bit of cohesion compared to the week before when we had those boys yeah. in the game. Yeah, it was um, even on the injury front as well, even towards the end we lost um, Timari and Martin. So at that point you're kind of looking at all the guys who have you know, kind of gone out of the game and you're thinking, who the hell's even playing anywhere <laughs> at the moment? But, uh, but Isaac, I guess that's one really awesome aspect that uh, A, we've got the resilience to keep going, but B, we've got some smarts to adjust what we're doing and we've got guys we can move around the board as well to to you know go in different spots and still be successful yeah it's good um it's a good lineup week week in and week out with the selection that they have um i think before the season if we saw a bench of Dylan walker jazz Tavanga, tom Ale, and bailey sirenin we'd be scratching our heads about what's going on but when you see them play the way they are sort of makes sense with what they're trying to achieve. So, you know, when they do have those injuries, they've got the other chess pieces, they can move into different positions to fill those gaps. And they, I don't really feel like we're losing too much. When the bench players start to come on, we, we just get a different sort of game style. Um, it's no better than no better. Sorry. sorry, I was jumping. Funny you say that because at that slow start, I was kind of waiting, I was like, Fuck it. Can we interchange the guys? I know we don't interchange straight away, but I, was, I, I think we, because we look so good with having Dylan Walker and, and Tavanga and Jazz out there, and I think we obviously struggled a little bit at the start. They got behind and we couldn't get the game going. So I was thinking, you know, like, you don't want to bring them on too early because obviously there's a game plan they're going to come into the, you know, after 20 minutes. But I was like, shit, you know, once we get these guys back in, then we can start playing some football because we looked a bit. Yeah, caught, caught, yeah, caught short at the start, and I think that try they scored against us showed. You know, um, Bunty and Valia got caught out on the side, 
as well and you know more mobility from you know the jazzes and the dills i was thinking that too i was thinking like maybe they should interchange them a little bit earlier just to get a bit of a, a reset or just a jump start on their game plan almost because yeah they were a bit shell-shocked in the first 10 to 15 minutes and i thought as strange as it sounds if they could just get one change one or two players out and just see how it works and just maybe get a reset on things which kind of happened anyway by the time they got on the field you could see the bulldogs um, forwards were getting a bit tired and the Mork and Jazz Tavanga were kind of running amok and just causing some headaches. But um, that's a luxury, you know. We get to play a different style of play with instead of the big boffers. Um, it's a completely different style, but it's just, a, just as effective. Mm. Small ball. Um, it's funny with... Um, <laughs> Small balls. Small balls. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask this next question of Moneta, but I need to ask it from you, Isaac, because uh, you, you got the, the matching hairstyle. The Bushwhackers, Jazz and, and Dylan, man, like uh, what I love about Dylan is he comes on, and I know he made a couple of mistakes today, sure, but he really just came and brought A, some juice, and B, some sort of direction as well. A lot of the plays that he was involved in in the attacking line seem to flow a lot better. That's, that's what I thought. Anyway, what did you think of, of that? Is it um, 20, 20 years, the anniversary of the Hair Bears for, for Penrith? <laughs> the 2003 team, Pulatua and Wallapau? Um, <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, when they won the grand final there. So it's uh, 20 years, you know, trends change. Now it's about the Bald Brothers. <laughs> so, yeah, just a different style of play. I just don't think teams are used to it, seeing two small forwards that are just... Um, mobile and ball players or can sort of, you know, just get the meters. Um, they've just got a good mix between the two of them. It's bad enough with one, but when you put both of them together on the field, there's a threat of a ball play or there's a threat of a, a good hit up or a spin. They've just got lots of, just got a really big skill set to both of them. So both of them together is quite threatening for for a lot of teams because I just don't think they're used to seeing it. They're just like, well, how do we defend this? Yeah. They and also bring like, some mongrel as well, you know? Yeah. 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 Just yeah. energy. You know, just a different sort of energy. They, you know, you used to be just Jess Savanga leading the line up in defense. Now you've kind of got the both of them. I, I kind of feel like they're, they're feeding off each other and they're just buying into the, the Bald Brothers brand. Really? <laughs> How's that alliteration? They, they, they come in like in the middle rounds with the, the chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Moneta, uh, our back three. I'll ask you, our, our resident speed man. Um, our back three is doing a, a really solid job for us at the moment. We're we're covering our high kicks. We're tracking back. We're making good yards on our you know to start our sets off. Uh, how are you seeing the work that those guys are doing? Oh, great! I mean, Montoya. Um, still remember back when, when I first saw him. I thought it was crap, and now he is stellar. <laughs> He is like dependable, strong wing. He, he, he makes the meters, and Kossi, he's like proving game by game. He's like solid, and he he got, he got a lot of high balls today, and he caught them mm. all. So like, kudos yeah, to didn't him. break a sweat. Yeah, was, <laughs> Matt, Matt Bershon can kick them, and we know how high he can kick those balls. And uh, yeah. yeah, he caught them all. So and CNK, yeah, he, he kind of proved himself then. You know, like why well, he's back in the starting squad. Eh? Um, he's always there for support play. He's making those little meters up the up the middle. And it was Sean Johnson. So, yeah. And uh, well, what can you say? I mean, like, it's going to be a hard even. I don't even reckon even for DWZ to come back in. I mean, like, the way Cox yeah. is playing. Like, Hag is he automatic pick when he comes back? I don't know. How? I don't know. Like, it's even Josh Curran. Like, he's not even in the starting squad anymore. Like, it's, it's that we go back to the depth now. It's like, shit. Mm. We've actually got competition. Competition. And they've, they've yeah. been talking about the whole competition. And now it's like, yeah, do it. would you want Kossi out or not? Or, and even in the centres, yes. you know, you've got competition. So it's, it's great. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, I, um, I'm going to say something that I never actually thought I would say at the start of the year. Uh, Ed Kossi was one of my favourite players out there. I thought he was largely outstanding. Um, apart from the, uh, the defensive glitch in the second half where he let Fox get around him. Other is than that, man, he was, he was making is, some... Is that a glitch? Good. Sorry, bro, is that a glitch or just... How I, I just I think we're talking about before this. There's just there's just mismatches, you know, when you've got super great game breaking players. Where I don't know if you stand right on them, then you've got a hole in the inside. I mean, it was a great great play, but um, I guess that's the only thing, eh? When you play a team like the Bulldogs, with um, 
like burdens like that as well as um, out of a car. Mm. Uh, I don't think anywhere I would have stopped that. It was lightning. And I think we'd also dropped our bundle from the fucking strip that we didn't get the try on. <laughs> yeah, that was immediately, yeah, that was immediately after that play. Yeah. They scored that try. So they probably would have had that in the back of the brain and then Cossie just got burnt, but he won't let that happen again. Like, yeah. you know, anyway, shame on me. What are you saying? He's got to sit that edge, eh? Just throw him out. Um, but, yeah, I was thinking if, if the roles were reversed and, you know, the Warriors were playing away at Belmore and, the you know, Bulldogs had tried to sell out and then we'd run off and scored, I reckon they would have been, like, throwing cans onto the field. Eh? Like, <laughs> they, yeah. they would have been pretty unhappy. And I know the Mount Smart crowd were, uh, were less than impressed, but that's a good segue. Um, as we analyse the performance of the uh, NRL referee we had today, uh, Moneta, you have uh, some clearly some strong thoughts. Uh, let's, we'll go around all of us as well. Um, yeah, like, <laughs> what, what, what irked you the most? I think it was the inconsistency um, of some of the calls around stripping and handling of the player's arm, like the one with Sean Johnson. Um, okay, he did play like little magic fingers on the guy's hands. <laughs> but um, if you're going to use the same rule in regards to when uh, Pompey and, uh, you know, when, when we, I can't Kick out. Kick out. Kick out. Um, you know, he was stripping obviously his arm out to kind of get the ball. And uh, I, I thought that was even, I don't know, it, it was a bit, and then but there's some six against I thought would have been quite good to call. Um, I can't remember who got held down. I think it was Pompey down oh, at the yeah. end. And it was like, he got held down twice and then people were like, oh, what? Isn't that six again? Or in the forward part. There was just so many of them that were just like, what the hell? Mm. But, um, but again, it shows resilience and we actually won. The old Warriors, I would dare say, you know, um, wouldn't be able to go through that kind of calls and make it through the end. Yeah, we would have definitely chucked in the towel at some point. And it's, it is funny now that, you know, now we watch the games and the referees do what they do. Um, but sort of in the back of my mind, I'm actually thinking back to Richard Agar and what he said, you know, just about, you know, that. We just got to overcome it, you know. We, I know that we were. It seemed like for a while, or a lot of the game, every fifty-fifty call was going against us, uh, and yet we were still able to just persevere, just hang in there, um, and yeah, and, and come away with the result. But uh, I was, I was blowing up the lux in the first oh, yeah. half yeah, I was when Cossie um, did his uh, intercept, and then old Burton tracked the cross, tackled him. And then as Cossie was trying to get up and do a quick play of the ball, then Burden put him down again. Oh, and just dry hummed the shit out of him, eh? He's <laughs> just like, get off him. That's ten was blowing yeah. up. And then we went further up the field um, and he did a massive um, escort on their, their high kick. Catch. On Pompey? Was that Pompey? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that was and the ref just, you, you could see the ref just go, point to Pompey and just tell him to go back into the line. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? That was, sorry, that was what actually I was referring to. Uh, gee, it was actually Cossie. Yeah, that was, was that. I was I was blowing up too. That one was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like, what are we, what are we watching? Penalty yeah. in a bin. Like, it happens, every time that happens in other games, eh, slows down the play after a break, it's professional foul. Hmm. Go, you know, it yep. happened last year. We got killed on that last year by um, Teddy did that to us. So, in the Roosters game, where we we competed well, but yeah, same thing, protected species. You know, these key players holding people down. But, but to your point about the fifty fifties, I think previous years we we've been a team that have needed our fair share of fifty fifties, if not if not sixty forties, mm. to be able to compete in the game. Yes, but we've just proven that you know we could get. We could, you know, we could get thirty seventy in the in the in the calls, and still get it, you know, two point win. So I think, you know, back in the day, we always used to say we had to win by eight points, as well. So I think that's the the difference. Eh? We've got a, a, a much more um, resilient crew out there that don't completely and, drop and their the, bundle. And the Bulldogs are a good team. They've been playing quite well this year. So that's yeah. what makes me like, wow, the first four games. And even against the Roosters, you know, I don't think we played bad at all. I think we got a bit tired at the end. But, yeah, this is it's great. It's great. Great starts to the season. 
Yeah. And the, the fitness is pretty clear with the team now too. The commentators were saying a lot about that. Like the fitness, all the talk about this was the fittest year ever, blah, blah, blah. But I honestly think that this year is the fittest I've ever seen the Warriors. Yeah. You know, it's a clear, you, you can you can see it on the field. It's a very clear how fit oh. the whole team is across Jackson's the board. This board tackle Matt King. That, oh, mm. that was a classic tackle. I mean, like, this just shows yeah. his fitness. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we love Jackson Ford. Yeah. <laughs> He's I fucking good. Bit of, bit of Jackson action. Um, yeah. Now, uh, uh, Isaac, uh, you've paid close attention to the Penrith influence. So, obviously, our coach, Andrew Webster, came from there as did Seraldo um, from, uh, from the Doggies. Seraldo, <laughs> uh, Montoya. <laughs> what did you see in terms of how, like, uh, sort of looking at a, a bigger picture, I suppose, in terms of how both teams went about their business today? I, I think it's just getting into the grind. I think, you know, what we were just talking about it off air, you know, teams that sort of play that style and teams that don't, they just come from the Penrith school of staying in the grind, kick long, Take some pressure off your um, off your forwards by getting your back five to cart it up strong, which they did really well. The Bulldogs, like all their back five, was involved with cutting the ball out. I mean, yeah, shout out to Hayes Perham. I thought he had a good game. Mm-hmm. He was threatening with the ball, and Karaz was a, a constant threat. I was saying offline that he reminds me of Brian Toll the way they use him. They mm-hmm. just get him involved. He hits hunts for the ball. Um, so the forwards don't have to do too much. I think there might have been a number of sets, sets where none of the Bulldogs' forwards touched the ball, but they still managed to cart it up 50 or 60 metres. So I think that's the Penrith influence right there. But when you see on the Warriors' side of things as well, the Penrith style is just to get in the grind and not let the game get too far away. And at some point in time, they, they'll strike. They're not trying to score off every play. They're just trying to stay in the game and wait for the opportunity, which, you know, funnily enough, was Sean Johnson um, throwing the dummy after all game, digging into the line and throwing the the, the out the back pass. He did that the whole game, and the one time he dummies, he scores. Mm. That's he just yeah he picked his moment a eh, perfectly. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, did he pick his moment perfectly? Because uh, I don't know about you boys, but um, I thought we were about to get that try taken off us. Uh, I didn't think it. really. Yeah. I, yeah. Fenua Black thought- goes through the line, and then obviously Reed Marnie runs into Fenua Black as well. But then, to be fair, there wasn't any crossing, was there? There wasn't any pl- shape behind. There wasn't a lead runner. Mm. Yeah. But I, I just thought, fucking Warriors of old. Yeah. They're going to call this up again. Because it, it also looks spectacular because AFB just fucking runs straight. He just keeps running, and, and Marnie comes into him and. No, yeah, but wasn't Faisalo Mariner on the inside of Marnie as well, and he just completely lost sight of Johnson. Basically, he just he got he bought the dummy basically, and he was like, oh, <laughs> he's gone already." Did he buy the dummy, or is he maybe a sleeper cell over in oh, Canterbury? Maybe he was. Yeah, he's a warrior, right? I don't know. Yeah, right, not think- the way he was playing. He was pretty. He was pretty good that game too. He was pretty threatening. <laughs> yeah, Faisalo Mariner. Yeah, he's doing well. That um, I thought that um. That young second rower of theirs looked pretty good too. The Jacob Preston, is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, John Preston? <laughs> John Preston. <laughs> he's like yeah. a center hey, as well. Who played center debut a couple oh, of Alamo- weeks ago? Alamotti or? Oh, he's Paul Alamotti. Yeah. yeah. He's the other center. He's big for a 19-year-old. Jeez. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, you know, I watch him and, you know, he's 19. And I'm looking at him, I'm thinking, he looks like Willie Talal when he was, like, 29. <laughs> <laughs> That's a man child right there. Um, uh, Oh boy. I don't know. What else are we going to talk about? There's there's, there's a whole bunch we can go through from this. There's a whole Um, bunch. Um, Can I talk about SJ for a little bit? Yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk spine. Yeah. I I, I thought SJ was amazing, but I also thought Tamaiti was classy today. Just the touches. Defense, defense, oh. aggression, defense. The cleanups he did as well. Yeah, he just seems to be level here today. Calm, yeah. cool, collected. Um, there's no other player's hand. Um, you know, SJ gets caught and uh, um, on the on the four or the fifth as well, and then he takes over the kicking duties. Um, I mean, they're just a, a good little foil with each other as well, yeah. and then. 
there are love chances stepping up. Probably about 60 minutes where everyone was blowing ass. Eh? And, and Chance seemed to have a, a five, ten-minute period where he was just running off the back of uh, Freddie Lussick. It was, you know, just getting metres and offloads. It was, yeah, great, great performance. And, he's just always well, there, eh, Chance? And that's why, yeah. yeah, I really love that effort that he's always, always in that middle area waiting for a ball to just, you know, pop up. Yeah, um, but I, I agree with you on the Tomate Martin um, front. I was I was actually a huge fan of a lot of what he's done over the first three games as well. Um, even against the Cowboys on the carved, but he's uh, he, he he's very switched on. He's a switched on customer. A um, little bit cheeky at times, which I like. Uh, and he's I don't know he, he's he's able to read a lot of the plays. There was a play there where he actually cleaned up a um, grubber kick of theirs mm-hmm. in our own end goal. Yeah. And you could see him tracking across, and he, he, he knew exactly what they were going to do. So he kind of, you know, he, he looks a bit like Ralph Macchio, but he's, uh, he's a pretty wise, <laughs> wise old head already um, for Mighty. Um, <laughs> Ralph yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I, 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 like, I like what those two do. And I also thought the best two attacking kicks of the game, like when we were trying to score points, they both came from him. Yes, yeah. He did the the little grubber kick, and he also did the um, the high kick over to um, Ed O'Carr, which he <laughs> he nearly gave bloody old uh, Jackson Ford a try assist, but um, <laughs> just couldn't oh, quite grab yeah. it. <laughs> oh yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's a forward pass, but just it, straight through some third slip. Yeah, we're gonna give a shout out to our boy uh, from the podcast, Freddie. Oh man, Freddie, I thought he had a strong game um, no disrespect well you know obviously we, we do lose a little bit of weight out as well but having some having Freddie in there he's just commitment man like he you know we obviously had the pound for pound chat with him and uh, like he definitely showed that I mean he was wrapping up Kakao you know around the legs a few times he was um, yeah he was just solid um, although he tried a 40-20 um from dummy half and kicked it into the middle of, of the field. So it didn't quite. He saw a Reed Marnie do one, so yeah. he'll do one. Yeah, that's right. I, I did like when he got going. He sort of warmed into the game, didn't he, Freddie? Yeah. Um, he started to get a little bit more out of the pocket um, in that sort of third quarter of the game. And that made a difference that all of a sudden the defence were having to key on him a bit more. And it sort of freed up things a bit more. Better. Yeah, but I think yeah. we struggled at the start without Wade, not because Wade tends to play. You know, comes out a step, holds the line. Yep. You know, and it just gives our forwards right onto the ball just that little bit of extra indecision in the line. You know, just a little bit of a not a, like a half shoulder. You know what I mean? Eh? Like you can just yep. bring them onto the ball. So I think Freddie, by not doing it at the start in the first twenty minutes, thirty minutes, like we didn't. I feel we didn't have as much. Kind of forward momentum that we did previously, uh, and obviously back into the game. Yeah. Do you reckon he, uh, Freddie could have run a bit more than Manera? There was times when I thought oh, I could have a go here, and then he didn't. I was like, ah, come on, just like wait, he going to probably see an opportunity like that and then give it a go. Yeah, I thought so. I mean, but he's, he still played well, you know. Like he didn't make any mistakes really, and um, yeah, he's not he's not even but. You know, like it goes back to the, you know, we've got people we can trust now uh, when someone's down and he played the role well. 100%. You know, yeah. So, uh, I, you know, he could have done what Egan's done, but he, he did the job, so good on him. So, yeah. It's great to just have someone, again, who can just slot in, do a job, and just, you know, we don't really, <clears throat> you know, we don't, we don't lose too much. We don't, um, yeah, all of a sudden become a... A different team because of it, so that's um, that's pleasing. Um, Moneta, what do you think uh, Andrew Webster would have said to the boys, you know, after the game? This is Weber Mania. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Weber Mania. First thing we Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Three sixteen. But um. He would have said, like, you know, I reckon he would have mentioned about the resilience, great defence and stuff like that. But again, I think they'll be looking to rectify the first 20 minutes somehow. Um, he also probably mentioned about there's still a lot to do in regards to how they uh, start a game because there just seems to be our, our, well, one of our few Achilles heels at the moment in regards to just how we start. It's just some penalties and 
Padawee is not like those penalties kind of uh, give the other opponent momentum. So I think you know there's there's a lot of things we can um, they can improve on, which is which is a good thing, right? So it, mm. it, it's a good thing for the upcoming games because we haven't like reached our peak, you know, and we're still winning games. So that's uh, there's a lot of good things we can work on. Yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of things to work on, uh, some of the commentators have uh, a few player names that they can work on, uh, including the guy who we played against last week uh, for the Cowboys. Uh, and uh, the commentators are currently calling him Jeremiah Nene. <laughs> Nene? Nene. Uh, so, yeah, unfortunately, that's not uh, not quite right. Um, I actually think they were, I think I feel like they've made a change and now they're actually staying at worse than they were before. So. Before? Yeah. Nene. Nene. So, uh, yeah, less of the Nene. Uh, it's more of like a uh, Nanai. Nanai. Yeah, so like Nanai. 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 That's a good That's how you remember it. Jeremiah Nanai. Nanai. Nene. Nene. <laughs> nene. I say nene. <laughs> I they said, said that last week. They said Nene, yeah, and I thought they were talking about that guy, Nene, uh, nene McDonald. McDonald. <laughs> I was like, hey, he's, he's not. Oh, he was like a, a Dragons player, wasn't he? I didn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> Titans, Dragons, yeah. yeah. They went too far the other way with the name, eh? Nene and then Nene. And it's oh, like yeah. they haven't found that sweet spot as in yeah. saying his name right, full stop. But. They were like, watch me whip, watch me Nene. <laughs> He's going to the uh, uh, judiciary as well. Uh, we have a, a little bit of a chat about the judiciary in a couple of moments. Um, hey. But before we actually, um, just a quick coverage on also uh, the other games that happened uh, as part of the triple cheeseburger of footy at Mount Smart. Um, unfortunately, the SG Ball team uh, were defeated. Uh, they've had a bit of a slide in, in recent weeks. Um, they, they started great guns, but um, the last few weeks have been uh, a bit dire for them. So, um, yeah, something's sort of just gone a bit astray with those lads, unfortunately. So I think they're probably, I, I say they're out of contention now. They've still got a game in hand in terms of to catch up, uh, the one that was postponed. But I think they might be a little bit too far back to make a semi-final spot. So. Uh, hmm. But on the upside, Daniel, you mentioned that um, our New South Wales Cup team had a good win. And uh, that was that was actually um, pretty impressive as well because those Bulldogs had come in on a three-match winning streak and they mm-hmm. were on top of the table. So a um, couple of good young players in there as well who actually um, showed a bit of promise um, as well as the Warriors guys as well, I thought. So uh, really, really good win um, for those guys. Um, Moneta, you were going to be uh, jumping into the, uh, the Greg Spence oh, yeah. realm. This week, here we go, and sharing this week's uh, expense account as we do a little bit of a an audit. Ching 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 ching. So Charles, Charles, <laughs> Nicole Clark, Charles, Charles, it's Nene, Shanene, C and K. I'll just say that is unbeaten in all five of his NRL matches at Mount Smart Stadium. So Ooh. there you go, um, Marata New. I'm going to get my pronunciation correct. How do I say it? His, la- his last name properly, G? Uh, New Kore. New Kore. Has now chalked yeah. up 100 NRL games. So Marata New Kore has now beat it. So he's well done. He started 44 times in the second row and has scored just twice. Despite his lack of tries, his team has been victorious in 10 of his last one starts in the, this <laughs> position. Here's that tape just to include Bulldogs. Oops, sorry, that's that. <laughs> Straight off the bat. That might have been 10 of the last 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the last one. That's not That's just uh, um, oh, 10 wins out of his last 11 starts at that position. That's pretty good. That's a thousand percent. Me too, man. Looking ahead to round five, the Sharks have won 10 out of their last 12 games against the Warriors and historically have won 74% of the games between the two teams in matches. Oh. Oh. Craig played at points best. <laughs> and Nico's back too. Oh, yeah. Slicko. Yeah, that ends the expense account on a sour note. So, yeah. <laughs> Ka-ching. Can I just Ka-ching. say, that game last year against the Sharks, I don't want to be a downer, was the fucking worst game I think the Warriors have ever played in the history of fucking Warriors. 
Was that the um, the thirteen versus one game, basically? Yes. <laughs> Nico Hines. It was. They were down to eleven men, and they stripped us out wide. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Was, I, Repeatedly, I just, side to was, side. It was the time when they, I, I, I questioned my Warriors' kind of dedication. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the line, you know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do you think Weber Manu will have that game on repeat saying, this is not what happens, this is not what happens, watch this, never again? That was um, Nathan Brown's final nail in his yeah. head <laughs> I remember that. Uh, after that, I just think he went fuck. I remember that. Eh? Uh, after the was at the post conference, he was just like, "I give up." Just had that look of like, "I don't know anymore." He's, he's gone. <laughs> I have no answers for you. <laughs> so, yeah, he's like the um, he's like the newsreader on The Simpsons when they keep showing the footage of the little lamb drinking milk. <laughs> he's like, "That's it. I'm out. That's here. it. I'm out of here." I don't care, get a reason you got to do it. Um, <laughs> uh, anyways, um, now Buddha, yeah. uh, we've got uh, a lot to cover because there's been some quite a few goings on around the league. So, bro, have you got us a, a delicious NRL wrap? NRL wrap. We'll start off with no calorie. Just saying that there was zero mention of the Warriors on NRL 360 last week. Mm. Right? I know. Yes. No, no, that's, that's, that's good. That's good. Is it? Yeah. Why? Okay. Just let them sleep on us. Just, just. I couldn't believe they didn't mention anything. Us. Nothing. No, no, yeah. Yeah. They mentioned how bad the Cowboys were, but <laughs> yeah. you know, something's going wrong up there. There's, there's been a bunch of people around SEN have been like saying to me, "Hey, Warriors are going good," and I'm like, "Shh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing to see here. Just, just move along." <laughs> <laughs> My team is the. <laughs> Cheers, you know this. <laughs> and get a touch on the lips and go. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't say yeah. it. Yeah, don't say it. So, yes. Um, now, oh my gosh. Like, Kafusi suspension chaos. Like, <laughs> we all sit here, right, and, and agree that the Swahili tackle was. A worse tackle than the Kafusi tackle, yet they were graded differently. Mm. And so, the, and I guess the, the perfect thing for them, right, was to have the tackle from the week before show grade one, got a fine, and then his tackle, you know, <laughs> was grade grade two and three weeks, and then he fought the charge and, and got an extra week. It yeah. was, the, I mean, I think. Every single person that isn't around rugby league, you know, from the from like the the pundits to just us battlers, they eh, could could clearly see that the chance one got he got whiplash, like he got hit in the back of the back, snapped his neck back, which I reckon contributes contributes to him getting HIA about mm. 10, 20 minutes later because you know that that concussion stuff kind of you know it, it sits with you for a little bit and then you get a little another dink as well. But anyway. The game was mad. That's fucking fucking mad, eh? Everyone was blowing up deluxe. Yeah, I, I thought they had a pretty airtight sort of defence because when they showed the footage side by side, and both you know playmakers passed the ball at the same moment, and then boom, Golfusi you know hit Hastings, and then boom, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I was like fuck, that was like so much you know. Um, I thought there was so much scope there to just go, guys, what are we doing here? But, yeah. yeah. As it turned out, they probably should have given him the suspension anyway. <laughs> so, Ali. <laughs> well, a rooster's protected species as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and while we're talking about uh, Swali, uh he is off to rugby New South Wales Waratahs in 2025. Monera? Monera. <laughs> uh, Monera's uh, moving for 1.6 mil, though. So, I need that money. Jeez, wish I had that. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously talked about, uh, he's obviously quite a bit of a specimen, Sonny Bill-esque, I guess. So, as Sonny Bill did, stacked his career, did lots of amazing shit. Um, the worst thing Sonny Bill did was is had that fight against Francois Borta, and then <laughs> it, it, we scheduled 12 rounds, and he was getting knocked out, so they scheduled it for nine rounds on the fly. Anyway. Um, <laughs> 
Is that what they did? <laughs> the biggest farce ever. But, um, like calling a game off at 60 minutes, just like, mm, let's just... <laughs> anyway. Bulldogs win. Uh, at least go to the playoffs to the NRL like, after four rounds, shall we? <laughs> oh, great, we'll do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, obviously he's off the lead, uh, to rugby, probably come back. Um, but I guess there was someone I was, I was listening the other day, well, today, around Triple E, and they were talking about this, the back line they'll have. They're getting Dom Young as well. They've got like Teddy, um, they'll have Dom Young next year. They've got Tupo, they've got Swali'i, they've got Joe Manu, they've got Luke Carey, they've got Sam Walker. Like, fucking hell. How do you feel with this? Yeah. That's the rest of this. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but it was a interesting call um, when he didn't obviously get any punishments, but... Moving along to the football side of things, what a ding-dong battle the Para Panthers game was. Yeah. That was some. There was a great uh, grand final rematch yep. as well. Uh, how did we see that voice? Who saw that one? Great game. Just a great game. Like, Penrith never seemed out of it, you know, as well as um, Parramatta were playing. But Penrith just do Penrith things, you know? Just like uh, Nathan Cleary, he does Nathan Cleary things, like bombing out that uh, droppy. Like um, he, you know, he's uh, doing it in the uh, park for you or something like that, just for shits and giggles. <laughs> Incredibly. Like, it was like far out. If ever there's any sort of debate about how good he is or whatever, you just put that video on and go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just going to show you that and then walk away. Big ups to Para, though, eh? Big ups to Para. They needed that. They really needed that. Yeah, they were 0-3, eh? 0-3. So, oh, um, but Mitch Moses signed his big deal to stay at Para mm. as well. So just goes to show, and I think Phil Gould always says this, that's why they get paid the big bucks. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, and it kind of, re- kind of makes me think, um, why the fuck do the dogs continue to persevere with um, uh, Flanagan as this even? Because did you see Montoya actually bump the shit out of him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, Barry get the job done. Um, oh, Dolphins Broncos fifty thousand, fifty thousand at Suncourt. That's that's going to be a good level. game the next next time around too. Yeah, next time round will be just that much bigger after what's happened in, you know, part one. Yeah. That was gripping, eh, that that fight, man. Yeah. It was just everything was happening. Guys were getting bloodied, um, incredible plays all over the place. It was like, oh, mate. This is, I this thought is the Bronx were just, you know, in that first half, we're just going to run away with it. Mm. But no, the, the Finns, eh, they, just hung, they hung tough. Um, big shout never out. Sleep on Wayne, bro. Never sleep on Uncle Wayne. Mm-hmm. And big shout out to uh, ex warrior Sean O'Sullivan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, obviously, now he's got a bit of a bit of a peck injury as well, but he's hearty, eh? Mm. You know, he's, yep. he's bloody hearty. But I was a little I disappointed. But they Sorry, got the you. W. They got the dub. So, and Reese Walsh, our Reese Walsh. He's probably the number one tackling player in the in the comp, boys. How do we see that? He's killer. <sighs> Yes. <laughs> it hurts to see you, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. However, go ahead, Manila. Oh, no, he's just killing it. That's all I'm saying. But, yeah. I mean, he's, he's killing it, but he almost cost him the game in the end. Yeah. He made a couple of real clanging errors defensively um, towards the end of that game. And I thought, ooh, this this, this give me some sort of flashbacks. Um, there was there was that sort of kick through, the grubber kick try. It was no fullback in sight, you know. They yeah. Just, the grubber kicked through, and it was just clear air try. Um, and then, yeah, then he lost the ball, and um, you know, if it wasn't for that, you know, because Tony Sags piece of incredible brilliance, far up. Um, yeah, it could have been, it could have been a different story. But, but I mean, that's that's. What, I just want to balance it up in terms of obviously, Reese is on attack. He's looking great, but. There's a bit more to his position than just that, you know. Yeah, than just that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. We um, yeah. we talked about this beforehand, but actually, I heard Maddie Johns on the uh, Running It Straight podcast with the boys, with Kempi and, and Sam Hewitt, uh, and Maddie Johns was saying he loves obviously what the Broncos are doing, but he doesn't quite trust them yet. Mm. Like they get into a arm wrestle, into a real grind, 
you know, how they react. If they have a, if they have a, a, a you know, a segment in the season that doesn't go to plan, lose a few games, how they're going to respond. And yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure if they're going to be a team that gets in the grind, but they just got athletes everywhere, including, you know, fan favorite here, the Filipino Voltron. I mean, <laughs> he's got, he now has a, you know, like a detachable hand. That's yeah. floating. It's, it's not fair. Yeah, he's offloading with the red tiger. Just <laughs> he's got that in his game now. I'm like, oh no, here we oh, go. He's leveled up, eh? Like, yeah, <laughs> Filipino Voltron. But for yep. anyone who's just tuning in for the first time, that is uh, Payne Haas, aka the Filipino Voltron, because well, he's of Filipino descent, so and, and he looks like Voltron. <laughs> so yeah, um, they look really good, Bronx. Um, Moving along, there's a few, quite a few tight games, eh? Um, I watched a little bit of um, Manly and South, and I, I don't believe the hype on Manly saying that, but mm. fucking they always get us, so hopefully we can smash them. But um, first time for a long time I've seen Carl Lawton play, and I haven't gone, oh, Lawton, <laughs> I miss you, because I, I, feel, I feel good about where we are with our hooking and our small forward uh, hey, options. You've healed. I have healed as well. Breakups are hard to do. It's good. Yeah, yeah breakups are hard. But um, but yeah, look, good battle. Um, I don't know how Cody Walker scored that try. I don't know if you saw that. He wrapped <laughs> yeah. his arm around um, <laughs> Cherry Evans and scored, it, I think, like half a blade of grass. Four, so fantastic yeah. effort. Mm. Um, and, the, and the bunnies, I mean, you know what they're going to throw at you. You know what's going to happen. You can't stop it. Mm. Yeah. So, um, but there, yeah, there was a, a good, a good affair, and then obviously, just before we came to air, I believe we had a, um, uh, well, a great one for the Newcastle Knights actually. Yeah, Knights over the Raiders. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Jed was surprised as well. Twenty-four um, uh, fourteen uh, to uh, the Knights. Oh, good. Um, Ricky blows up. Is great. Yeah. The newest signing, Greg Marzu. Um, the, the battle tank and one Abrams got two tries uh, for them as their new recruit so he's done pretty well nice. yeah they were struggling at half before half time and then they came out in half time and they put a three try blitz on there as well there was I think it was Simbining Jack White and high shot on the kicker as well Hudson Young I think he is the grubbiest scrub of the grub grubs at the moment <laughs> <laughs> grub king and old Big Red, the old Big Red. <laughs> Big Red. <laughs> we got Roshi Hunt all fired up. We got him then last week as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. so, you called him a weak gutted dog. Oh. Weak gutted dog. <laughs> but the one thing, and the pleasing thing I love about the um, about the weekend so far is teams that have struggled have won as well. So what it does, it just gets everyone on that little even footing, two and four points here. There's not like... Mm-hmm. A cluster like us that were just one, three, and four. So you know, like it's nice when you know teams are just just limping along, and we can stack a few more wins. So um, yeah, yeah, pretty good round for us in the end. Just a yeah. quick congratulations as well to uh, my workmate Viv. Uh, she's a Newcastle Knights fan. So uh, her partner Andy, Warriors fan, he listened to the podcast. So Andy, pass on our congrats to Viv. It's been tough times, uh, but yeah, well done. Yeah, and also <laughs> oh, further tough times. I think Kurt Mann got knocked the fuck out today. Oh no! Sickening. Yeah, it ran into a Joey Tarpany's hip. He can't down. catch a break. That guy. He's always injured. Yeah, and then he hit again, and he was just oh. on the ground before he yeah. was. They pulled his mouth guard out. So yeah, sorry. And obviously oh, KP's out, still out. Yeah, and in other news as well, the uh, the Tigers still suck. So oh, yeah, bad <laughs> no, the Tigers <laughs> they still suck. But they built a center of excellence in the off season. So <laughs> <laughs> has they, have they actually opened the doors? Or are they just bolted shut? <laughs> the, the doors are actually working. <laughs> Is it like the one in <laughs> yeah, it was like on Zoolander the center of excellence is like this big how can I how can I play this even fit oh they are bad eh um, oh. Oh, 
And I, and I picked it like a, a preseason that I thought they'd be a bit of a smoky with their forward pack. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Isn't there drama with uh, Benji and Tim Sheens? Drama if there wasn't before, there would be now. Yeah, I heard yeah. there's a bit of. A, I, I'd actually just. I'd like to see a guy like Luke Brooks go to somewhere like the Bunnies or something. Just go. I reckon, right? be, I reckon he could be awesome, but he's just stuck in Tiger Town and yeah, in the centre of excellence. He doesn't help himself out though. Like the amount of times he gets tackled on the fifth play, mm, the amount true. of times he gets yeah. tackled on the fifth play. Like, surely you practice a week. I know it's easier to sit here and say that, but anyway. It must be frustrating. Um, he, yeah. He needs to do a Matt Stafford and go from the Lions to the Rams. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> consistently a seller dweller and then move to a team that's, like, got half a chance where he can shine. Because, you know, credit to him for staying at the Tigers. Have you seen the video of him ringing up yeah. um, club members and taking for their support? <laughs> and then he gets reamed over the fucking coals? Oh, that's just cold-blooded. I thought it was yeah. edited. Nah. Is it for real? Was it? Yeah. No, it's it's for real. It's, I think it's edited. Is it, is it? it was well done. Oh, I thought that was so brutal. I didn't realize it was edited, but it was so believable. I was like, yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. It's edited. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, whoever edited that is an absolute genius. <laughs> I love the guy's like, oh, to be honest, the last 10 bloody years have been the worst of my life. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> So, so good but that's the Tigers for you Tigers, yeah. <laughs> good to see Ali Katoa he's playing well for the Storm but I think uh, yeah I think he's still learning his craft and Geordie Barrett sniffing mm. around the old Storm eh? yeah. obviously just there on a bit of a break uh, as well so a bit of a mid-season freshen up for the AB players um, there are actually a couple of um, All Blacks sitting in the stands at Mount Smart Dane Coles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dane Dane Coles. And um, Sam Kane. So, yeah, right. Everyone's Warriors fans, eh? It's funny with um, Geordie gone to, you know, looking around at the storm and that. I actually think he'd probably be quite well suited to AFL. Yeah. His bloody massive boot and, you know. um, Height? What what do they call him? The. (laughs) The Udon Noodle um, build. (laughs) The Udon Noodle. Delicious. <laughs> well, yeah, have a good Udon. Um, boys, uh, we're heading to play the old Sharkity Sharks over in Shark Park, a little bit of a hunting ground. Uh, what are we looking like injuries-wise? Well, I'm thinking we get a couple of guys back. Is that right? Egan we should Barney. should have hey. Yeah, we should have the main man. Okay. Yeah. But. Yeah, but there's... Uh, well, I suppose there's uh, Marata Nukori. I don't actually know. What did he do? Well, like, he went for he... HIA. He had... But I also thought he got like a rib thing as well yeah. when he went steaming yeah. into like a head up. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought it took him off for the wrong thing. But it was kind of lucky because it was right by half time. So I was like, yes, perfect can we count the like 11 minutes of half time with it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Tahu's got a bit of a knee niggle as well right, from that game because he didn't finish it up. But he sh- any news about that? Yeah. Haven't heard anything. No. Uh, yeah. I, I watched yeah. a little replay of it, and he just kind of got sort of twisted, looked like it got kind of rolled on day. him a bit. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't even sure if it was knee or um, ankle, but yeah. then I watched him a little bit after yeah. that play, and he was just kind of just hopping around. But mm. I've got to say, one thing I've been saying all season about Tohu, uh, as great as he's been and workload, blah, 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 inspirational, Man, we gotta just manage his, you know, workload a bit better. Yeah. Because we're gonna leave him open to, you know, to bad injuries if we if we don't do that. Because um, I feel like we've got guys now that we can actually, you know, utilize in different places, including his. Yeah. Um, so I just gotta, yeah, I just I just want us to kind of be a little bit more mindful of that. He doesn't have to doesn't have to carry the whole team anymore. <laughs> yeah, wean ourselves off Tohu. that are lying on Tohu. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Webby said in the presser that, yeah, uh, couldn't obviously return, obviously knee-related, knee um, but Tohu's so used to it, he could diagnose kind of what was going on, so they obviously get to get a scan. But I wouldn't be surprised if he, that might and may keep him out this week, if, unless it's obviously... Serious and just a one weeker, 
mm. as well. But maybe to your point, manages load. Um, the other thing is Tamaiti went off with an HIA, so if it's a uh, oh. depending on the category, they seem to be working. Apparently, out post the game, he seemed to be okay. But mm. if it's one of those category twos, is it where they just take you straight off and you? But Eleven days stand down. Yeah, yeah. Like got smoked or nah, I totally get that. So uh, you wouldn't expect that, but yeah, that would that'd be the only thing really. And but there might be yeah. So Wade and Barnett should be back, and then obviously a position is if well, the army's back as well. What you do there? So so there's yeah, selection headaches a little bit. Yeah, we quickly forget, don't we? Braden Williami played really well um, early doors. Um, and now, yeah, a couple of weeks down the track, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. So let's, uh, I guess maybe, should we think uh, worst-case scenario? So Tohu and Temaira are both out next week. Who do we have at 6 and 13? Well, we're not going to have Manera because he's out too. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Simpson. Mr. <laughs> Simpson. I've lost my train of thought now. We have no Tohu who, who goes to 13. Yeah, no, no 6 and no 13. What do we do? Maybe yeah. Barnett goes to 13 to start with. I like oh, Barnett at 13. Because he's a 13. Well, he was a 13 for the night, but he's not a ball playing 13. Mm. Is he? Nah, he's just a middle forward. He says rugged as guts. But then Dills <laughs> comes on and plays that, plays that line. Um, so yeah, Barnett goes to thirteen. Six is a big call. Yeah. So is it Ronald Volkman comes in because he's been playing okay. Okay, he actually yeah. well quite well at Cafe. Yep. Um, I thought he was close to the best player today. Um, his kicking game was just. Changing everything. Forty twenties did a drop um, drop out restart and got it into touch. Just pinpoint kicks and goal kicks as well. And I was like, "Wow, this guy's playing really, really well." But the problem, uh, but I mean, with that though, ahead. is it's kind of him. It's it's he's a halfback. It's two halfbacks. Eh? Like SJ's playing that role at the moment, and Tamari's playing another role, which is more like a you know a little bit of the clean up, eh, isn't it? You know, a little bit of a little bit of you know, you know. He's, since he's been a fullback, he knows what to do. You know, as you said in the line, you could see he knew what to do, cleaning ball up, eh? So, um, but I think, yeah, it has to, it has to be Volkman. I think that's the plan. He's, uh, everyone keeps talking about where he's got like a list, eh? He's got a position and he's got his best player and the second best player and the third best player, and of course, and, you know, and it's that next man interchangeable, right? The depth chart. Yeah. Yep. Next man up. He's got his fridge laid out with magnets, just. Mm. Um, oh, but in saying that, uh, um, Dills Walker played a little bit of six today. Yep. Because, and in the press conference, it was funny as many was like, because they said to him, oh, you you know, you, you played in the middle, you played hooker, you played a bit of uh, stand up at the end. And he was like, yeah, I love the stand up at the end, less work. It was, <laughs> it was great. Up. So maybe he could step into that role as well. But uh, options headaches. Let's see yeah, who, that's good. Who pulls up. But I mean, I will think positively. That was just kind of worst case scenario. Mm. I think I'd like to think that our boys, um, you know, Tohu and Demaide will be all right. Um, suspensions, we're looking okay. I think, right? Like we didn't spot anything untoward. Nothing on report. No. no. We were good boys today. Yeah. 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 Um, Monitor, welcome back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Uh, what will be our keys to going over to Cronulla and um, you know, hooking us a big old sharky? I guess. Again, it probably goes back to the same things we probably mention every kind of thing they need to improve. It's the first 20 minutes. So let's try rub out some of those needless penalties and, uh, yeah, just get off to a strong start because I, I think we've got the whole resilience thing now down yeah, from the last four games we've seen. But um, if we can um, somehow just make sure the first 20 minutes are, you know, all good, then... I think they'll be focusing on that. I mean, they have to kind of because it's been happening for the last four games. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, fear, bro, fear. Um, Isaac, what are the what are the key threats we're going to need to look out for against the Sharkies? Uh, obviously, uh, Grease Lightning, Nico Hines, uh, especially after last year's debacle, he would probably have a big target on his back. He's the general of that team. Like that, Braden Trindle has been filling in admirably for him, 
And I quite like Tricky Trundle. Mm. He's quite a good player. He's definitely a, um, a talent. But Nico Hines, like, he can make something out of nothing at any time and any place on the field. So they've got to watch out for that. And just... Um, control their back five as well. I think their back five are quite threatening and they've been a bit of a handful uh, for us in the past. You know, uh, Katoa, um, uh, geez, who's the other one? Uh, Ronaldo. Ronaldo Molotolo, thank you. Uh, Will Kennedy's a threat uh, with his speed. They've got to get a handle on that back line, basically, um, and not let Nico dictate terms because he looks like the kind of guy that's got all the time in the world. They need to cut that time in half basically, yeah. to be in with a chance. Otherwise, he's just going to run roughshod on us. But we're resilient, you know. We should be able to bounce back if he does get on top. That's right. Brilliance and resilience. What a, uh, are we going to go over there and potentially start the season four and one? Ooh. We can. We can, you know. We can. I mean... Um, we've got a lot more confidence going into this as well. Um, yeah, I, I think we can beat them up the middle. If that sounds sounds bad. I think they've got a big forward pack. Like they've got, definitely got some big boppers. But I think if we can get a roll on and move them around like we did with the Cowboys, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's where they you know those teams can come unstuck. So I'm hoping you know, that's what we can do. And if we've got all our troops back, it will. You know, most of those troops back as well. That will play a big part. So we can definitely can. We can definitely get over there. The sharks are the sharks are like a momentum team, eh? Um, they can they can really put them on you. And obviously, we saw that last year. Or whatever we talk about last year, that was fucked up. Um, <laughs> you keep bringing up last year. <laughs> uh, we agreed it was the worst. But um, yeah, I think we can. Um, they, they just have. Yeah, quality out, out wide as well. That scares me a little bit. And also, um, their, their uh, edge forwards run the best lines in the game. I reckon. Mm. So, we're just going to be mindful about that. But we can handle it. We can handle it. Would that be Britain Nikora versus Jackson Ford potentially on one of those edges? Yeah. That'd be a, <clears throat> a yeah. decent matchup. Um, I'm choking and Teague, about it. Teague Wilton on the other edge against uh, Nikora. So they, yeah, they, they got they got two really good hole runners in uh, Teague Wilton and uh, Britain Nikora. Mm. But uh, maybe SJ will give us a little bit of inside knowledge on the way he plays because you know SJ True. was uh, yeah, well, had a very good combination with Nikora in his time there. Mm. That's true. So he'll know a bit about it. Just related yeah, cool. to the Sharks, but not probably related to this game because obviously Metcast and available as well, but. What's your thoughts on on carrying Metcalf on the bench when we have basically when we get everyone back as well? So you think about our forward pack. If we have uh, AFB Egan Barnett, we have Ford Nikore Tohu. Do we need Bunty and Ale together? Can we sacrifice one of them For as well? Speed. For the speed, because I think in the late game breaking speed, because we don't have that game breaking X factor, eh? Do we? Mm. I mean, SJ's been really good, um, but you know they were gassed too, you know, and, and yeah. rightly so. They were, both teams were in the grind, but it, it, it fears me. I, I get a little bit scared because they maybe one middle, one forward short. But when you've got a near quarter can play in the middle, right? And that's what he does too. You know, you've got Jazz and Dills who've got energy to burn, so. Obviously, it's redundant conversation because Metcalf's not available, but... Yeah. Or maybe Tawaupaki. Like, I don't know. Maybe mm. do a gamble. I, I like that. Yeah. I see where you're going with that because, I mean, watching us against the Bulldogs, both teams are kind of similar. They just kind of have a, you know, move to the edge, boom, get shut down. Go the other way, boom, get shut down. And that was both ends of the field. And really, uh, other than, like, the Fox running off for one, one sort of streaky try... Um, other than that, there wasn't really a lot of a lot in it, you know. And especially from our perspective, it's like, yeah, I'd, I'd be keen to see a little bit more strike um, on on the field. But yeah, tricky, tricky. Depends yeah, on the yeah. game. So you remember, like the first game we played this year, Everett had our full complement of players pretty much, and uh, Bunty got used. Or Ali and Bunty only got used for like. Yeah. 10, 12 minutes each. So you'd think, yep. 
two and to one, eh? Like, you know, they weren't on the field at the same time. Yep. You know, but that everything kind of went to plan. There wasn't anything. But then you throw the Roosters game where we lost Jackson Ford, we lost Neil Corday for a bit, then we lost Chance. But then mm-hmm. we can then make the other player. So you kind of have to have it that bad because yep. then you can bring the 18th man in. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe at some stage we're going to have to all gamble on that. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I- I reckon it's a good gamble. You replace Ciro with Luke Metcalf. Um, he can cover uh, any position on the back line, really. Because um, in the forward makeup doesn't really matter too much as long as you've got Jazz and Dylan Walker on the bench. You could put Bunty Afoa, you could put Tom Ali in the other spot. Because the way that they're playing anyway, their back five is doing so much work that the forwards don't have to do too much. And then the likes of... Tavanga and Walker can just do their thing in that middle third of mm. of the field position. Like, mm. you know, when we're going back close to our line, it's not like we're having to rely on the smaller middle fours like Jazz and Dylan Walker to get us out of trouble. We just go, here you go, big back three, do your thing, and they're taking care of us, you know. Yeah. It's the exact um, game plan that you talked about Penrith having. They just let their their big back five do all the work. Their forwards can wait around the middle of the field until they catch up to them, and then they can take the ball on. So I think the makeup of the bench being one prop short doesn't really matter. So we can have that space for a game breaker like Metcalf to come in 10 minutes before half time, just take a dash from dummy half or something like that, just game-breaking speed. I'd like to see more of that because that's the one thing I think the Warriors are missing at the moment is just that X X factor. Yeah. Yeah, fair. And um, to think how good you know we could be if we add a bit of extra strike and and start better. Jeez, how good will things be then? <laughs> Anyways, um, I think we probably need to jump on out of here. Is that right, Moneta? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we will. Uh, we'll bounce out on on out of here. Uh, my name is Jared Cronin. Uh, on behalf of the boys, Moneta Sos, Isaac Sos, and Daniel Whatakura, we're going to catch you next week. We're going to go shark hunting. We're going to win. Hopefully that, hopefully that goes well. We're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Your arms are real short, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs>